Hello and welcome to the Tasty Brew Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 45-plus year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of the weekly Americana Roots music radio show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I share conversations with artists and industry insiders with the goal of educating and entertaining the listening audience. I strive to give a voice to the music makers and their supporters who are underserved or even ignored by mainstream corporate media. The music of Caleb Cottle was originally recommended to me some years ago by music-loving friends that know whereof they speak. Following their suggestions usually yields solid gold. Caleb was recently in Kansas City on tour in support of Hayes Carl, and then again solo to promote his latest critically acclaimed album for Scythia. He was also finally able to personally promote his album Better Hurry Up that was waylaid by the COVID-19 pandemic. For Scythia is a portrait of Caleb that is most solitary and reflective. Thematically, it meets anticipation for the unknown future with nostalgia for the past and reconciles both with meditation in the present. The album recorded at Cash Cabin and produced by John Carter Cash features acclaimed session players like Jerry Douglas and Sam Bush and vocal talents with people like Carlene Carter and Elizabeth Cook. On his latest release, Better Hurry Up, Cottle found himself feeling like time was moving too fast. By early 2020, with a new home base in Nashville, a few years of sobriety under his belt, and the release of his best album yet eminent, Cottle was prepared for the next phase of his career. But a few days before Better Hurry Up came out, a devastating tornado ripped through Nashville. A week later, just before he was set to depart for a lengthy tour, the world went into lockdown. The couple moved back to the mountains of North Carolina for the duration of the pandemic, where he spent most of his time in the woods, hiking, observing, thinking, and then writing. Caleb took some time to call into the Tasty Brew Music radio show from the road on his way to Kansas City for a show. Enjoy my on-air conversation with the very talented song crafter, Caleb Cottle. Let them bloom, let them bloom All along the fence poles, let them grow, let them grow Hit their own chosen speed, let them sing, let them sing Have I got you there, Caleb? Yep. Good morning. It's such a pleasure to finally talk to you. I feel like this has been in the making for a very long time. <laughs> I know. You were just here, it wasn't too long ago, opening for Hayes Carl at Knuckleheads. Has that been six months ago already? Yeah, it was back in April when we were there with Hayes, and that was a really fun show. It was a great, great show. You had Travis Lin- uh, Linville and a great band uh, playing that show. We haven't had a chance to talk before this, but you were first brought to my attention several years ago by some mutual friends that, that live in Atlanta told me about you and kind of got you on my radar. I think Crush Coins might have been the record that was was out at the time, and that's when we started playing you here on, on this particular program. This record for Scythia, I just have to tell you that I've been starting almost every morning at my home with this record. I tell Siri to play Caleb Cottle for Scythia. It's such a wonderful, wonderful record. Before we get to talking too much about it, though, I'd like to get to know you a little bit and have our listeners find out a little bit about you. Are you from Nashville originally? Are you 
from North Carolina? No, I'm from Germantown, North Carolina, which is just like a tiny town, dreaming of a stoplight. And uh, so I've kind of spent some time. I lived in New Orleans for a little while, and then I, I lived in Nashville for a while. I'm actually back in North Carolina right now. I was reading that you went back to North Carolina either at the beginning of or, or during the uh, the lockdown. Are you going to stay? Yeah, I think so, at least for the time being. You know, we're always... Uh, my wife's in the music business too and so we're always kind of in flux and um you know kind of go where the wind blows but uh right now it feels really good to be in north carolina and coming off the road um it feels really nice to actually be home around my family do you come from a new musical family or are you the prodigal son <laughs> well my brother played bass and uh my grandmother on my mom's side played auto harp and um, my grandmother on my dad's side played piano by ear and everybody sings. So while I don't think anyone like ever thought of music as being a career, I, I feel like my family is really musical. So I feel lucky to have grown up around all that. Do you have any formal education or are you uh, self-taught? Do you know music theory and all that good stuff? Did you go to one of the music schools there in, in Nashville? No, I just basically, my whole process is I just fell until it sounds good <laughs> and then I just roll with that. So yeah, there's no, no music theory, nothing like that. Um, how is it that one gets to be fishing with John Carter Cash one day and he asks you to produce your next record? How, how did that happen? Have you known him for a long time? Well, I had met John through, uh, I'd, I'd worked on Better Hurry Up, my previous record out at the Cash Cabin with uh, my friend John Jackson. And um, John Carter's house was just right there. And so he popped in the studio while we were working on that record and I met him then. And um, we just we just got to be friends, and so we wrote some songs for a project he was working on together. And then we wrote we wrote the gates together uh, when we went fishing. And then after that day, it was kind of like we just tossed around the idea of him producing the record. And um, yeah, it just felt like a pandemic project. We were all just sitting on our hands, and so it just felt like a, a good way to pass the time. For those that may not have seen, you know, photographs of or familiar with the Cash Cabin, can you kind of give us a thumbnail? sketch of what the environment is like i mean physically and kind of maybe even i don't want to use the word spiritually but it seems like it would be hallowed ground yeah it is um so it's basically a it's exactly what you would think of when you think of a, a log cabin um and johnny built it back in the late 70s uh as a way to just like go make music with his friends it was really low pressure and it was kind of more like a clubhouse and i think it still kind of holds that quality today where it you never really feel like you're on the clock when you're in there and it does feel like a sacred place i mean everyone's recorded there you know mavis staples george jones i mean it's just the list goes on yeah so it's just really special to be there and then um, another cool perk was i got to use uh, some of johnny's guitars um that date way back to the 30s um that was a lot of fun for me just as like I'm, I'm a huge music history nerd and so that was just like a big thrill in itself I can only imagine you're blowing my mind right now talking about the guitars and, and the lineup that you have on this record Caleb it's Sam Bush and is Jerry Douglas on this as well and, and Elizabeth Cook, yeah, Elizabeth Cook and Carlene Carter it's just an amazing lineup for this record yeah I was you know I, was, I think I benefited a little bit from everyone uh, being off the road um, I don't know that the record would have been made the way that it was made had we all been touring because, you know, I mean, I, I stay busy, Sam stays busy, Jerry too. And uh, so it was really cool to be able to 
wrangle everybody and get them into one room together and it was really it was just special you know i've just known so much of their playing or their singing for as long as i can remember so to hear them playing and singing on my songs was was a real treat i can only imagine i think that what i'm hearing from a lot of artists as i talk to them and if you're just joining this 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 is uh, caleb cottle from north carolina coming to kansas city tonight to play knuckleheads that their relationship with time itself kind of changed during the lockdown did did you find that to be true like what day is it oh right yeah uh well i mean i think the biggest thing for me was kind of like i hadn't been off the road for that long ever since i was really really young and so it kind of allowed me to really slow down and reassess and uh, just kind of you know make decisions um probably a little bit more like uh clear-minded then you know if you're on the road 24 7 it's kind of hard you're just making decisions in real time just just to make them and they're always quick and so i think to be able to slow down and really think about what i was creating um I've benefited from that. Well, it was definitely seems like a once in a lifetime opportunity and you earned it and it's an it's an amazing record. I think what I appreciate most about it, Caleb, is how clear and present your vocals are on this record. And even though you've got these amazing players on the record with you, the instrumentation does not overshadow the lyrics or your voice at all. And my for my personal taste, I really, really appreciate the, the quality of the recording in that regard. How is it different or is it different touring in support of this record versus your your previous work? Well, I feel I do feel like I'm kind of touring two records right now because we never got to tour Better Hurry Up. It's been cool hearing those songs in the trio format. Like right now we're traveling as uh, upright bass, acoustic guitar, and dobro. And so it's, um, you know, it's what we're doing on stage is really similar to Forsythia, but it's probably a little different than what the sounds on Better Hurry Up are, so it's kind of cool to hear those songs in this way. And I think that right now we're just doing a really good job of shining a light on the songwriting and um, just making sure nothing's covering that up because I, I feel like that's kind of my uh, bread and butter, so mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm, roll with that. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything different about how business is conducted this time around? Or, you know, you, when you release a record, like you weren't able to to release the last one, you know, there's this wave where you're writing the, the record and you're recording it and then you've got to figure out, you know, the best way to promote it and get out there. Is, is the writing the wave for this record the same or mechanically is are things different? Yeah, it feels different. I mean, obviously, uh, getting to tour is a big uh, piece of that, but I also got to to do a bunch of bucket list stuff this time around that I, um, you know, haven't really done before. Like we we did the 1,000th episode of Mountain Stage, which is airing today. And, um, you know, just some other like live stuff, uh, just different opportunities kind of came about this time around that maybe would have happened last time, but I'll never know. So yeah, I'll yeah. just, uh, you know, you know, so I'll just keep going with this. So who are you, when you guys are in the van or, or the touring around right now, who are you listening to? Who do, who do I need to be paying attention to that I might bring to the, uh, to the airwaves that our f- folks might not know about that you're listening to? Man, uh, we have a, a pretty diverse uh, playlist going. Um, I, I think, you know, I've got to spread the gospel of Brennan Lee. Um, if you don't know her, absolutely I really love really her with Brennan. Yeah. No, she she uh, she's been coming to Woody Fest. I've I've been going to Woody Fest the last few years, and Brennan is has been coming to Woody Fest. I she first she's a great guitar player and, oh, yeah. and a beautiful songwriter, and I 
I do love her work very, very much. So Brennan Lee, okay, who else? Right now I'm hooked on this uh, thing that came out um, in like 2005. It's Jamie Hartford, and he's doing like all John Hartford's songs. It's his dad. And they just had like an embarrassing amount of great players on the record. And I just like the way that it sounds. Cool. And uh, it's called Part of Your History. So you should check that out, too. I, I will do that. Let's, let's talk about collaboration for a second. Do you co-write with folks? Have you ever been like a Music Grow writer where you have an appointment where you go write every day? What's What's collaboration look like with you or for you? Well, I mostly write by myself, and I'm pretty comfortable doing that. But um, on the last record, I had a co-write with Natalie Hemby. Um, who Natalie does write on the row. I don't. Um, I just, you know, we just are friends. And then on this record, I wrote The Gates with John Carter Cash, and then I wrote Whirly Gigs with Brennan. And um, so two co-writes is the most co-writes I've ever had on a record. So I'm not opposed to it. I just think it's a lot of a, like, it's like a timing thing. It has to just, the timing has to work out. Well, if I've learned anything in my time on the planet is that just about every 10 years or so, there's like a complete shift in whatever, you know, the, the lifestyle or, or my taste in music or, or anything. So just, you know, just because you may have been solitary for a while, once you start collaborating or, or mentoring other, are you, have you thought about mentoring someone else or have you been mentored? I've definitely been mentored. Uh, I, I feel like I... I'm also a pretty open door as far as if any like younger artist wants to come and ask me, I'm happy to, you know, give them my take on anything. Um, you know, I always kind of preface it with everyone's path is different and I could hand you over a book of all my contacts and it would probably not do you any good because you have to go, go do that yourself. I, I think that's the only meaningful way to move things forward. But like my mentors would probably be, uh, you know, like Ray Wiley Hubbard, Elizabeth Cook, uh, and John Paul White. Um, those are like the three people that I feel like I can uh, I can call them at any time if I have a question about anything career wise or life wise, and and they're pretty good about answering it. I think in addition to now that I think about it, my friends in Atlanta that recommended you to me, um, I first heard you on the radio on Elizabeth Cook's show on Sirius XM, uh, her apron strings rose. So I know she's she's a big fan of your music. Okay, so we're out in support of Forsythia, which is, a, is an amazing record. Um, are you in the middle of the tour at the beginning? I think I saw on your schedule you go to Tulsa, uh, Mercury Lounge after you're here. What's, are you just at the beginning? Beginning? No, I've I've been out since the end of August, so um, I'm deep in it <laughs> right yeah. now. Uh, so yeah, we're in Kansas City tonight, obviously, and uh, Tulsa tomorrow, and then we go to Texas next week, and then we're doing kind of going along the Gulf uh, through New Orleans and Mobile, and then I go back home, and I've got some dates in Virginia, uh, North Carolina, another Nashville date, and uh, it kind of goes through December 9th is is kind of the end of the year for me, and then. I uh, take a little break for a few weeks over the holidays, and then I go uh, overseas for a festival in London, and then I'm going over to um, Scandinavia as well. Well, you don't want to be doing the Midwest in January and February. <laughs> I can tell you that. We had like a 50-degree <laughs> drop in the temperature yesterday, and if you just would have been here yesterday instead of today, you would have been enjoying you know, temperatures in the 70s. So we're very, very excited to have you come to Kansas City tonight. Uh, the the showtime tonight is at 9 p.m. Uh, this is Caleb Cuddle. He'll be playing Heads. What's the best way for folks to access all things Caleb Cottle? I mean, really, 
really just calebcottle.com. You can, you know, find the records, find the tour dates, find a bunch of different interviews that I've done, and uh, find out a little bit more about me. And Cottle is C-A-U-D-L-E. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm going to let you go so that you can check out of that Airbnb and get on the road and, and get over here <laughs> to, to Kansas City. Thank, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Diana. All right. Thank you, Caleb. See you tonight. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. down the river show me something you never shown like the train we'll trust the trestle billow my homeward song mama warned me about the man eyes are cold and a white brim hat sometimes i won't sleep for days but we won't talk There's a road crooked and wide, Badland Canyons, Satan's spine, hell within, hell outside. I've seen the gates in the road and Shoulders it hung with shame. Older now with deep regrets. Ain't nobody else to blame. Three black cats in my pack, screaming like some old deathly choir. Tree. Beg a few on the road to heaven, tell one last story to me. 